What's going on in local DFW business? What are local family business owners talking about? What matters to us right here in our backyard? You're listening to the OBBM Network Roundtable. Each week, hosts, guests, and audience members have a lot to say. Wrap it up! Hey, we are so excited that you decided to join us today for OBBM Roundtable during our Liberty Lane series. I'm sitting here with Doreen Milano, the world's greatest executive business coach. Hello, Doreen. Hello, Susan. How are you? I'm doing well. And I'm also here with Larry, Larry Corkamp with BizPoints TV. And if it's technology and innovation, he knows it. Thank you, Larry Corkamp. And did you notice that Doreen didn't bat an eye when you said that nice introduction? I guess it ain't bragging if it's true. That's the truth. That's the truth. <laughs> but if you, you know what somebody once said, it's a sorry dog won't wag his own tail. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to do it. And today, more than ever, we've been talking this Liberty Lane series. What that is, is this opportunity we have to talk about how the state of affairs of our world today are really impacting the Constitution, right? Do, do we have one? That's the big question these days. It's being eroded every day, I think. You know, um, we, well, we have to decide if we stand for something or, you know, fall for anything. I don't know if we're getting the chance anymore. You know, I know I don't know when this is going to air or whatever, but this week as we talk, it's the it's the grand poopa meeting in Davos about all the 200 elites of the world that are getting to, together to decide how you and I are going to live our lives for the rest of them. But our, they our, have some really innovative ideas, our, Larry. Our, it's our perfect for technology discussions. Our administration is going to sign a treaty with them. I don't think it's valid. I think our Congress has to has to certify every treaty. But the Biden administration is already. They're already going to sign this this United Treaty. That, it's their idea. They the stuff yeah, they put into it. It transfers our it was... sovereignty of over our health mm -hmm. to the WHO. That's the World Health Organization. Which was Organization. my biggest question when everything came down. I thought, oh my gosh, what on earth am I hearing from Dallas County that we are listening to the WHO? Since when do they have anything to say about my home or my neighborhood? What in the hell just happened here? Yeah. And it's funny because about a, not funny, but about a year prior, I, I was already starting paying attention to the fact that um, with, with our international uh, internet governance, right, all, all those types of things, you've already got YouTube and Google and Facebook adhering to a set of international standards rather than, wait a minute, you're an American business. That's not what we do here. Or Twitter, right? All of that. And now we found out Twitter's just a bunch of bots. That's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Jump off of that. Jeez Louise. Um, you know, but uh, uh, what are we doing? Um, thank God we are We the People Nation, and it has to do with what we've got to say. And unless you think this monster is so big that it just gets to run your life, I tell you what, if you think it can it it can i think there's a lot of people out there that are spending so much time just trying to get their business profitable and get their clients taken care of they don't they're have time to listen to this and, and that's the environment yeah. that the united states was created for right what what this whole experiment was designed to do was to provide us with the the playing field that was level that we That's were right. all able to to do what we needed to do to get through our business, provided we followed the rules that was set by our own people, voted upon by the uh, the people of the country, and and that was how it's grown to the size and scope and and mightiness that it is today. But now it's now we're finding out that we may or may not be the captains of our own little destiny ships here anymore. That that now there's going to be an outside influence, and that. Many of us are just willingly or unknowingly uh, 
turning it right over without a forethought to it. Well, you know, I have a I have an opinion. And that is if you want to take the United States down, you don't attack the United States. That's right. You take it down from within. Mm-hmm. You take it down with legislation that strips the American people of their rights without them knowing that it's being done. There's actually a, a, another way it's happening. There's a, that is, while you're not wrong, those things are happening. The greater way and the way that it's been so insidious is through contracts and through these ESGs. So mm-hmm. we have the United Nations creating uh, these these governance tools that look like carrots for large corporations. Honey, all they did was buy us. They really just bought it. They came in and bought our land, bought our, which they said they were going to do. Came in and bought our property, and then they decided— China was busy doing that yeah. back in the— 80s. I know we weren't even in long. 90s, and nobody was paying attention. And then you've got the, these the corporate corporate um, world. These these companies are so large, and they're deciding. Well, if we adhere to this international governance, we are going to have these better contracts. We're going to be rated better for. Be- well, hospitals are doing that. We can get a better rating, which means I can get paid more. See, folks, there's a whole system going on around us that has to do with money. That and we they get better loans at lower interest rates. That's right. Everything or is, a loan at all. That's true. So there's all this favor going on in an area that now allows our nation. As a matter of fact, I would urge everybody to go out to uh, follow OBBM Network TV on, uh, on Roku. Find us on Rumble and everything else, but you'll get all the great shows we have here. We've got uh, Big Ideas Small Business with Doreen Milano. We've got BizPoints TV programs. We've got Offbeat Business TV where I cover business and politics, but we also have a do- the documentary. It's all on the line and where we really show how through these contracts and through these data agreements, we've the United Nations has been running the Dallas. It's here. It's not over there. It's here. So if you're not paying attention. And I'm, I'm telling you, you could not write, you know, it, as a guy, one of my favorite characters always has been, uh, you know, James Bond or whatever. And there's always the grand villain that's in there, Spectre or Doctor Blofeld or whoever the heck it is. You couldn't have typecast a better villain than Klaus Schwab. Mm. I mean, when you listen to that guy and he stands up in front of the room of 200 elites of people, and when I say elites, it doesn't mean they just got money. Some are just well positioned, or they have social status, or whatever that yeah, happens. The world's greatest or, network, or family right money, or whatever the heck it is. But those are the two hundred elites, and he he just gave a speech the other day, and literally it was like forty or fifty seconds, where he said, "You and me, the two hundred of us in this room, are the people that are going to be able to shape the world. We're the people that are running this planet, and we can decide how it's going to run." And they really do believe that. And they really believe that. World and domination. And he says it in his best accent, not to remark about that, but it's like he is a, literally, it's a character out of some novel that's not a, a character. It's well, real wild, life. It's know, occurring right now. It looks so crazy you think it couldn't happen. But um, these contracts have been going on for a long time, and that's why it's so deep-seated. And it's, uh, it's, you have a hard time seeing it. But Dr. David Martin, uh, it's interesting if you follow, find him on, on Rumble and start and go through the description box and go through his links because he's very open about all of the information that he, that he has. And he'll tell you, you think it's these great big companies. And while, yes, all that evil is happening, yes, it is. But there's stuff going on right here because what they're doing is using alias companies 
a mm -hmm. lot of times right here that are um, they they will take the blame for this particular legal thing that happened, but there's really nothing behind it. It's there is a shell game going on even in the corporate world. So you again, can't there we find are with James Bond. They're operating through a shell company. Not a shell company. There's several, <laughs> several, several, and it's it's quite eye opening. It's but, not just one. You know, just one. but what a do we? Bunch. But what do we do here when we you know we think about it? I mean, it, from what I see, Doreen, um, it's one of the things I think is really so valuable about what you have to offer is that coaching us through an obstacle coaching us through from one spot place in our business to the next because the only thing communi communism and totalitarian rule are afraid of is strong local business and armed citizens and that's just the fact if we've got a strong economy, we're not going to be reliant on them. They want us reliant on them, and that is where you really They want to. people who are dependent on that communist or socialist perspective because they want to be taking care of, quote-unquote, the people. Yeah, they want to take care of your kids. Right. They want to have all of those pieces. So you're, They you're, want to make sure that you get a stipend and that you live on that stipend and that you get... Use if they keep thing. you hungry, that's what they'll yeah. tell you happens in South Korea. If, if, if you are hungry, you spend all your time looking for food and looking for food. You're not thinking about is. Do you know that they took the word profit out of the dictionary? I mean, some, that, that's how easy. It only takes one generation. Do you know it wasn't 50 years ago there wasn't a North and South Korea? 50 years, that's a generation. Yeah, that's right. Hey, you say things have been taken out. I challenge anybody who's listening to this broadcast, we've been talking about something called ESG, Environmental Social Governance. I challenge you to go to any search engine that you know of and type in the words, what are the downsides to ESG? There's always a pro and a con. What is the con to ESG? Well, with that, we're going to take a break. And you consider those cons because we'll be right back talking about them. Everybody loves music, but not everybody knows what it can do for you. I'm sure you've noticed issues like anxiety, depression, and addiction are up. At Chester Squared Music Therapy Services, we understand. We have a seasoned staff with almost 30 years of experience dealing with clients with Alzheimer's, PTSD, addiction recovery, pervasive developmental disorders, post-accident rehab, and head trauma. We have experience in the local school district special ed departments, psychiatric hospitals, rehab facilities, medical and counseling centers. For those who are struggling to break free of the 9-to-5 rut, I've developed my groundbreaking Power of a Positive playlist system taught in local psychiatric psychiatric and rehab facilities successfully for years, and it's helped thousands of people. If like many people, you struggle with boundaries, inner voices, relationships, and practical spirituality, anxiety, and panic attacks, improve your life through the power of music therapy. I'm a published author of two books and available to speak at conferences, seminars, and corporate events. Go to IvorChester.com today. That's I-V-O-R-Chester.com. Go now. Be the leader you know you can be. Build your professional network and access education that takes you where you want to go. We are women of all ages and backgrounds. You deserve national recognition and opportunities to build relationships with people you want to work and grow with. Hit the ground running with the Charisma Chapter of the American Business Women's Association. Meetings each month from 6 to 8.30 p.m. on the fourth Tuesday in Farmers Branch, Texas and online. Come with us. Experience ABWA for yourself. Go to charisma.abwa.org to learn more. So there's, there's upsides and downsides, Larry, to ESG? 
There's upsides and downsides, and I challenged our listeners a moment ago to just go out and try and find the downsides. It's very difficult to find. Yeah, that's and that's because the people that in our town square that they want all this information to go to, they have a very warped sense of what information is or what it isn't. And their their sense of information is anything that promotes them and, and doesn't promote anything else. Isn't wow. that called censorship? Doreen, if you're just going to talk conspiracy theories like that. I don't think you have any place in our program. You know, the thing of it is uh, ESG sounds good. It's environmental social governance and what it sounds, it has all wonderful things because if you've got money and you want to invest it, you should be encouraged to invest it in things that will make the world better, not worse. And so you should want to be reducing pollution. Yes, you should. You should be wanting to feed the hungry. Yes, you should. You should be wanting to have more trees. Yes, you should. What's interesting is how this governance works has a lot to do with many, many other things. And they really don't care at all about that. And you will find that the people that are rated highest on that ESG score have our, you know, Exxon. <laughs> that was in the, that was in the news this week, right? Our, I mean, our, what, our friend guys at Elon. Davos all have yeah. their own jets. Yeah, our friend um, Elon Musk yeah. had Tesla delisted <laughs> from the ESG. Here's one of the world's foremost companies that should be held up and praised on the ESG list, and he was delisted. And the ones that near the top is Exxon. So the world's greatest electric car manufacturer is now falling below the dirty, dirty fuel company that, well, that's killing us all. They're not, they're really. But they're diversifying. Oh, yeah. Right? So they're looking at wind energy and all these other types of energy because they get that energy is going to be a hot commodity and it's not going to be just fossil fuel anymore. That. Awakenings. You know, this conversation about, something. I love this conversation. My wife happens to be in a in an industry, she's in batteries, so it's all about storage on a big scale. So it's right. for data centers and that kind of thing. But if you talk to anybody, anybody on any part of the planet about green energy, wind and solar and batteries, they laugh at you. That's right. 3% of the energy that's on this planet to generate today is from those types of services. And even those are unreliable. We're getting ready to go through a summer here in Dallas again. They're already telling us they're going to have brownouts because 20% of our energy has to come by some ordinance from green energy production. It's so silly. It it. It can't happen, and, it and yet it won't we're, make the changes that. And we're having make. great conversations about the fact we're all moving towards, you know, an environmentally friendly way to to move your car down the road. Well, How silly about that! If you've seen the Hunger Games and you've got a pretty good idea from the very first episode of what this grotesque plan is, and it sounds so far out there, you can't imagine. But you'll notice that the the whole of the world is divided into zones. Well, guess what? You can find that map on the <laughs> United Nations Agenda 2030. There's about a 300 page PDF. Go go do some research uh very much we have like that the, pdf for you by uh, the way very much like the yeah go to obbm network weekly news on rumble and roku uh, on the rumble channel through the description box we will be able to access that we're we're regularly uh putting that link out but you need to understand what these things are because you can just like the obamacare bill when you read the first because guess i read it you read the first uh it took me a month I didn't do it overnight at Christmas Our congressman read that in an hour, Susan. What took you so long? I had to take time off because I was pretty, I wanted to know. And because mom mom and dad were at at that stage and, and I wanted to know. What's the big argument? What do I really believe? I'm sick of trusting other people to tell me how I should believe. How you should think. You know, I want to know. What the heck are you talking about? What is, is that how it reads to me? You guys all sound right. 
crap. It all sounds terrible. I don't know what to believe. So I went in there and read it myself. And, but, and that's the issue even with this PDF. When you read the first maybe third of it, you're like, oh, brilliant minds came together to decide how to save the world. And it's amazing. And why wouldn't you do it like that? Of course, we all can agree with this. And we can all agree with that. And yes, oh, that sounds sustainable. Yes, it should always be. Man, coconut trees aren't even sustainable, man. You know, <laughs> there are the idea that something is just going to always be it's going to be sustainable. Well, the problem is with the, when you start reading what that is past, I don't think most people read past the first third of any book like that. But you start realizing what that means. Oh, well, because, you know, if there's less carbon, if there's, if there's less people because of great vaccines, because of great uh, population control then we won't have so many people that are hungry, and that's better. That's better, isn't it? To have less people that are hungry doesn't mean I'm going to feed them more food. What's better, is, what's better is if I just say people won't be hungry. Right, that's a much better. That's, that's a much better. So that's, that's yeah. the headline. People in the future won't be hungry. Won't be hungry There's because only gonna, of our sustainable behavior. That's right. There's only going to yeah. be 500 of them, but they yeah. won't be hungry. Because in the Obamacare bill, actually, you can start as you start reading through it, you start realizing, oh wow, so there's there's potential here because the last the language becomes so elastic. If this, then that, then this, then that, except for this clause, and replace it with this clause, and and a lot of our legalese is like that. And you start realizing, wow, that is so elastic. That actually could mean that if I grow tomatoes in my backyard, I might be allowed to eat them, but I can't sell them and I can't give them to my neighbor. Dang. In the Obamacare bill? No kidding. You know, I, there's the way language is. We've got to... Um, We've got to really think about how we're using language. Our words matter, and we need to hold people accountable for the words that they're using. We need to read this stuff. Absolutely, words matter. And it really, whether, whether it's in how we communicate to our family, how we communicate to our employees, how we communicate to each other as a greater society, words matter. We make, as human beings, we make meanings out of everything that we see feel and touch and hear and we make meanings that aren't necessarily helpful or useful now think about that for a second we create meanings out of input and the meanings that we create are sometimes not helpful or useful they're just a meaning when you really think about that and you think about what's going on in this national political agenda. What did somebody hear that they made a meaning out of that they decided they had to solve the problem in this manner and that it doesn't matter what everybody else thinks because this is the only thing that's going to work? Well, and you're, you're exactly right. I mean, we have words and word usage isn't, Entirely performative. I was going to say women's health. I'm concerned about women's health. What am I concerned about? What's women's health? First, well, you have to define a woman. <laughs> first, you have to. But right now, right now, that's just slang for abortion. If I want to say women's health, I'm really trying to say abortion. I'm just trying to say it nice. So I say women's health. That has nothing to do with you got women's four health. Pages to write the bill. Yeah. Get to the point. Yeah. What's women's health? Oh, I like you. Right. <laughs> Anyway, you're exactly right. Terminology is everything. And if you if you can phrase something in a certain way that's going to make it either more appealing or less appealing, 
then half the battle is won because Susan was just trying to figure out how much of the book do people read before they make a decision. The headline. Yeah. That's as far as they get. 85% of Americans don't pick up another book once they graduate high school. That's it. They never read another thing. They're reading tweets. They're reading posts. They're reading headlines. That's all it is. And what happened to the old adage? I mean, I'm dating myself, but only believe 50% of what you read and 20% of what you hear. Wow, you are old. Shh. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. You know, they say that some of, that's some of the best coaching advice I ever got. Just read five books a year, hon. If you read five books a year, you'll know more than anybody else because people aren't willing to do that. They don't read. The reading is so And you're going to, people would just go, oh my God, But read the things books. that matter for crying out loud. Read the things that are going on right now because it's a, it's a weird, weird space. I guess we need to take a quick break. Come yeah. back. Let's do it. Let's we'll be back in a minute. Local top-notch commercial printing that gives you results? That's our jam. From banners and business cards to posters and postcards, our offset and digital printing experts in the DFW area are ready to turn your project into a thing of beauty. At Einstein Printing, our processes are always easy, and we take pride in being your partner with our pulse on cost-effective printing and fulfillment so you get maximum attention from people who buy. Short-run projects to high volume. Located in Carrollton Farmers Branch for easy in, easy out. Go to EinsteinPrinting.com and take advantage of our simple online quote request form or talk to our friendly staff at 972-387-8485. That's EinsteinPrinting.com. Still doing your own audio and video media? If you're creating your own video series, TV, podcasts, and ad files, you're not focused on your business. Your community needs you to keep being awesome while professionals take care of audio and video details. Bet you didn't know your show could have a studio audience with Q&A. And applause. Take your TV and podcast show to the next level. Focus on managing the business end of your inner celebrity. Get over here to the OBBN Network Studios at Grace Point Media in Farmer's Brand. Discover three state-of-the-art television studios two podcast studios equipped for multiple participants and audience guests obbm network studios at grace point media is the highest level of set direction audio video production quality network programming and broadcasting for your business your message could be in front of people you want to reach right here in dfw and beyond call 214-714-0495 to talk through your ideas now 214-714-0495 it's time to make media work for you Business runs on technology, and human beings are creatures of habit. Unfortunately, not all our habits are good. Technology, when it works, is supposed to make our lives easier, creating routines that allow us to protect customer data, track our progress, forecast the future, communicate better, and move much faster. So you need technology solutions that work when you're not working, or simply not paying attention. Smart technology solutions, making the complicated uncomplicated. Welcome back. You're listening to Liberty Lane series on the OBBM network. I'm talking with Susan Hamilton, Doreen Milano, and I'm Larry Kortkamp, and we're having a grand discussion. And during the break, we were trying to figure out how are we going to wrap this thing up in this last session. And my two cents was, I don't know if we can do that because we've been talking about so many far ranging ideas. I think it's, I, I think it's a discussion in progress. Mm -hmm. uh, Doreen, what did you say we need to do? Well, you've got a couple of choices, but if you really want to solve the problem, people need to get engaged. And that's what we try and do here. We try and encourage people to get engaged. 
engaged by just asking questions. Come down to It's ev- not wrong to ask questions, but you will be encouraged to not ask questions if you stay isolated and you keep these thoughts to yourself. If you've got a question about, hey, d- that doesn't sound quite right, or why would anybody hate that idea? Um, it, the, specifically, I would say, and you, may, you can agree or not, of course, but I think the particularly divisive issues are the things that we should be questioning because nothing that we've discussed today isn't fully documentable. You can go find it. Anybody can. Um, So go look it up yourself. Go talk about it. Have an educated conversation. If you don't like what you've read and researched, frame your own. You have a right to a point of view. Of course you do. So do we. Get educated. But education is a huge piece of it and know what we're talking about because yes, we do want to save the planet. Yes, we do want to save the trees. Yes, we do want less time. I mean, anybody who has driven through Idaho knows we got a problem with pollution in this world. Uh, California, holy moly. I mean, we can do something about these things. Yes, we can. I'm done driving, you know, going to my creek and seeing all the, the garbage in the stream. You know, who doesn't hate that? Of course we do. But the activity behind it, how many people are out there with a bag cleaning it up? You know, and unless that's you and me, we're really not, we're not going to be taxed out of this problem. The way to solve the problem is not more corporate tax and less personal freedom. No, it's not. And if you want to leave your head buried in the sand and say it's somebody else's problem, you're going to wake up one day and all your rights are going to be gone. In this state of Texas, we don't pay an income tax. We pay, we pay property taxes, right? Absolutely. So in property taxes, those are, I'm a homeowner and you're a homeowner. Absolutely. And Susan's a homeowner. As a homeowner here, you pay property taxes. Well, my property tax currently is a little bit more than my mortgage payment. Now, I didn't get a extraordinary mortgage payment or an extraordinary good one. In fact, it was an 80-20. That means 80% of the value of the home was put into the point of a loan, and I had to borrow that money in order to buy my house. So it's a pretty big mortgage payment. I mean, it's pretty standard. And the fact to me that my property tax, my monthly property tax bill exceeds my monthly mortgage payment, that's kind of a big number. And when you start to, Susan's really good at this, where is that money going And what is it exactly being used for? Because we as the general public have always been told in this great state of Texas that our property taxes are going to pay for education. It's all going to the school system and that we have something called Robin Hood, which sounds really cool. That well, means wait a minute. What all about our, our money is going into a big bucket. Right. Isn't it our city services? Well, what, then explain to me your water bill, the tax on your water bill, the fact that you're taxed on the water. You're taxed on water. You're taxed on water. Friends, you're not taxed on the service of water. You're taxed on freaking water. The water, not the service of the water, not what they had to do to give you the water, the delivery of the Which water. Which are justifiable you're expenses. taxed on the water. And then you're taxed on the sewer. So it comes in, it comes out, you're taxed, and you're taxed on your garbage. Wait a minute, then what are your property taxes for? So it's not a city service, it's not paying your officer, it's not paying your... Your fireman. It was been told we it's paying teachers. That's what it's all. It's all about education. That was the entire. That's just a line item on your bill, but your college board is a biggie. And uh, boy, oh boy, you better get the right people in there because the decisions that they're making to really destroy our um, 
higher education. You know, our, well, and our, our their next generation to not care about America. So that's what yeah. happens with education, right? That's exactly how you. Boy, that's a in. misnomer anymore. Yeah. Higher education. Yeah. So that's, that's you know higher higher level of indoctrination, unfortunately. Yes. But uh, hopefully we can come out and learn something, and we can use those skills. But guys, it's it's really up to the local business. I say this a lot. We are the first line of defense between federal, state, and local government overreach in a community that has no idea it's happening. You you employ if you want to mentor a young person or mentor a first line, you know, I don't no matter how old they are, somebody coming in for your your um, front line, um, first tier of business, you know, you have an opportunity to train and and love somebody and mentor them to be the best that they can be. And boy, I'll tell you what, train for you hire for attitude and train for skill, friends. Because I don't, you, you really, you need to have that customized around the needs of your business anyway. I just want to make sure they can, they, you know, speak well. The things that cause them to be, to be a free human being, being able to read and understand information and being able to convey it through written or verbal t- language, those are things that cause us to be able to be free. So when those numbers start going down, think about that. If there's if if our educational scenario is we don't really care what the math comes out to because it's more important to explore all the different ways you can come to any solution and it's all right, what on earth are we training our next generation to understand about solving a problem? You know, we are all small business advocates at this table, yes. one way or another. But it, people have asked me why do you why do you think that small businesses are this formidable force out there for change and and my, my response has always been we're kind of the tip of the spear we we feel these changes and effects more rapidly and faster than any other people in the country so if you work for a big corporation uh, and you just get a paycheck every week you aren't as sensitive to some of the pressures that are currently being felt on You're definitely buffered yeah you are buffered by that you if you work for department a and department b is the money maker for the company you may not even have to perform you may not even have to do anything mm-hmm. because you know department b c and d are paying your butt you don't have to do anything you just need to vote present today show up and and fill the seat and you still get your paycheck unfortunately that's in the small, not very fair to say across the board for the hey, workforce larry hey, hey dorian and i have both been heavily involved in large businesses it's not as far from the truth as you think it is so right now there's many large corporations that have one or two divisions that are making the money for the whole joint and that's and the sad. rest of the divisions are equally as important because they are in delivery they're they're in other aspects of the business that are mandatory for the sales to happen. However, how many how many businesses have you coached where accounting hates sales and sales hates accounting? Oh, every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and without but sales, that's because accounting doesn't have a job. They didn't and meet me, and I didn't take the sales, sales course and throw them into the accounting department and the accounting department sales force. <laughs> because once they started understanding the issues that were going on for each other, they got a little bit more compassion about what it was to be. And, in and that hence, that's space. my point about small business. If if the the wearer of the hat of all the hats is you. And you're the same where you already are in accounting. You're right. already in sales. 
you're in inventory, you're in maintenance, you're in all these different Well, that doesn't mean you're actually able to do them well, which is what I really appreciate about both of your perspectives and the types of the caliber of the people that you have on your shows, because you can start to go, okay, we we, we really do need to do a great job in all those areas. And that means it can't be you, friends. Yes, I mean, this is you not your... You have to diversify and delegate. Your grandmother's the point business, being is if you used to be able to do it. You can't do that today and do a good job. No, no. but if your supply chain is, if you're not getting a widget that you sell, you're more attuned to it because... You ordered the widgets and they're not coming in and your sales. So you've got a customer that wants the widget and you can't give it to them because it hasn't come in through your supply chain. This supply chain thing hits you hard. Yeah. If you've got to pay more employee taxes, you're also the accountant of the company. So, you know, I'm paying more out in taxes. What am I getting back in benefits? Or they've changed my my income tax status or they've they've changed how I work hours. All these things are very relevant to you because they hit you first. You get to see them first. You're on the bow of the ship. You're the front person. So as a small business owner, you're just exposed to too many things faster than everybody else. It doesn't well, mean the back of the bus isn't going to get there, but you're well, sitting you're in the just, driver's seat. You're just so. making too much money, business owner, and you should pay higher taxes because of the fact that you own a business. When I get a bill for replacing 80 feet of fence of over $7,000, I'm getting hit in the pocketbook. So whatever I made in profits is going to fix the fence. Now, what we have to understand is that profits are the result of us doing business. And those profits are there to carry the business forward, reinvest in the business, do other things. It's not that I'm taking live. that profit home. There for li- you want to live on, on some of that stuff? You want to live on some profit. We just had yes. we just had yes. a uh, but I'm not taking it all home. Right. That's we just true. had an internationally known high profile issue that occurred, and it was the women's soccer team mm-hmm. that that won the right to be paid as much as the men's soccer team. Well, on the surface, Susan just got saying, "Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it sounds great." But <laughs> I always listen to things as a business person. Yeah. So my first thing is, you know, it's a it's a product. It's a sport, right? People got to watch it. They got to go to be in attendance of the game. You know. So my mind automatically drifts to, does the women's team make as much money as the men's team? Nope. And if it doesn't make as much money, it doesn't mean the women aren't nice or play well or whatever. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means as a business, if I've got a product that just flat out doesn't make as much money, it just doesn't make as much money. It's not a social judgment. It's I can't pay you the same because you don't bring in the same. So whenever you start bringing in the same, but what our our current global situations are is they don't want to just normalize opportunity. They want to standardize outcomes. So they want to say, you will now be in attendance to every female soccer game and you're going to charge the same amount per ticket. And if the fan doesn't do that, we're going to punish them. I mean, this whole, it's a weird way of looking at life. How do you, how do you, standardize and force the outcome well you reduce the big number that's what you do yeah so it just sounds like while you're going to be making more what i just heard is that if i'm in the market for a car i can choose a lexus a bmw a mercedes and a volkswagen rabbit and pay the same amount and get any car I want. Yeah. Right? But the fit and finish 
in the older Volkswagen Rabbit is nowhere near the fit and finish of a brand new. Using your analogy, if you if you go to Cuba right now and and buy that new car, what are you buying? You're buying a '57 Edsel because they quit making cars in '57. That's right. Because they went by what you just said, and car manufacturers could no longer compete. That's right. So all you're exactly right. All the cars became the same. They all became the same. All right, Susan's saying we got to wrap this thing up. And I was thinking before, how are we going to wrap up this conversation? I guess we just do it by saying it's a continuing conversation. I'm glad you came by and, and visited us, either here in person or on the on the air, and got to listen to us. But uh, Get engaged. Continue. Get engaged. You don't want to miss opportunities to be um, going to your city council, going to your commissioner. Uh, your vote meeting, actually counts, and it means your, something. Yeah, go to your school board. You've got to know what you're talking about. And I will tell you this. It's not going to be comfortable. It's going to take too long. You don't have time to do it. Your butt's going to get sore. But I'm going to ask you to meet somebody while you're there. Develop a relationship with someone who has been going and listen to the conversation. That doesn't mean you're going to agree with that person, but you really do not know the difference between what the media tells you is going on and what's actually going on. You will not know unless you participate yourself. So it's super important. It's more important than ever to be profitable in your business and to have your eyes wide open because guess what, folks? You need more money and more time yesterday. And these aren't downer conversations. No. This, this, is, need, this is exciting this is, stuff. It takes time to read this stuff. It takes time to learn this stuff. It takes time to develop relationships. You're, if you're out there networking, good for you. Bring a friend. Let More people need to be going to these networking groups and developing relationships so that we can be standing together and not have a digital uh, interpreter yeah. <laughs> that's going to tell us that we're not allowed to, to communicate or we can't share information. We need face-to-face. And, face. and during you said more people. discussion, more talk, more yep. truth, and less bullshit. There you go. <laughs> Until next time, you've been listening to OBBM Roundtable during the Liberty Lane series. 